Welcome to Two Rivers Leadership Podcast, a conversation about leading as a team because a great team is always better than great talent. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Two Rivers Leadership Podcast. My name is Will Hampton. I'm so glad that you're joining us for this fifth episode. We are in the culture values of leaders. So we have been walking through the seven cultural values. This is the third cultural value. It is the value that leaders go first. I believe in this in my core, that leaders don't lead from behind. They lead out front. Now, there's you'll probably hear some other philosophies that leaders can lead from behind or whatever that idea is. I think that the best model for leadership is that leaders are leading. Like you're out front doing what ought to be done. So I have this, this is kind of developed in me very strongly from my time as a children's pastor. As a children's pastor, I had this growing children's ministry, and I was continuously bringing in new children's workers. And each of the children's workers, we we thought of them as leaders. You have to go first. So what we would do in our children's ministry, we believe in this concept of engagement. I believed that kids needed to be engaged in their faith, which is interestingly exactly what I believe about our culture now. That church is not a spectator sport. When we show up on Sunday, everyone needs to be engaged worshiping. Everyone needs to be engaged taking notes. Everyone needs to be engaged greeting people, making the place feel warm and welcome and alive. That's not something, and, and, and more importantly than all of that, as you're, like, you're engaging the Savior, right? Like, you're coming to church like, oh, church happened. No, church didn't just happen. I came to church, and I had an encounter with the living God. The whole idea that the veil is torn in two, the whole idea that God is with us, Emmanuel, this is... Like, if we have a culture in our church where people are engaged, worshiping our God, when the outsider comes in, they're going to say, God is truly among you. Like, it matters. Well, I think there's this authenticity thing that I see in worship. Like, like so many worship songs are these really, this is a, this is a tangent, but you're going to hear it. So many worship songs are just slow and repetitive. They're slow and repetitive. They're slow and repetitive. You tracking me on this? Like this is this living God. There's this authenticity thing. Like if God rose from the dead, shouldn't we be rejoicing? Shouldn't we have this, this natural joy? Shouldn't we have this natural thing flowing out of us? And that's why I believe that leaders go first. There's something that needs to, to be authentically modeled for people. If we come into an environment And the people who are supposed to be leading are not demonstrating what we ought to see, then everybody says there's nothing to this. It's not real. There's no no authenticity. There's, There's something missing about it. And that's why I say leaders go first, because... In, in my children's ministry, 
we had these kids who, when I would, when I would say, okay, kids, now let's get engaged. We're going to worship God. I, I'm looking around and I see leaders in the back of the room talking while the kids are supposed to be worshiping. And I wanted to pull my hair out. I'm thinking, do you have any clue? Do you have any idea that kids are watching you? taking their clue for how they need to behave, for what church ought to be like, for what this whole thing ought to look like, from how you're behaving right now. If you walk into the worship environment and you're standing in the back talking while everyone else is supposed to be worshiping, you're not going first. So I made it mandatory that leaders are going to sit up front. They're going to sit with the kids. Like, church i discovered i came into one children's church and the leaders were all around the outsides talking and hanging out no one they weren't with the kids they weren't modeling the behavior that we expected out of the children so what what you had in that children's environment was none of the kids worshiped it wasn't cool to pursue jesus it wasn't cool to have fun it was this Kids came in, and the, the clue that they took was, this doesn't matter. So what happened was, I, as the leader, said, all of my leaders are going to go sit with the kids. When I say it's time for the kids to jump, you know who better jump first? All of my leaders. You know what happened in that kids' environment? When the leaders started leading, and they started jumping, when it was time to jump, when they started actually worshiping God during time to worship God, when they started having fun during the game time when they were modeling and playing together and doing all the things that I expected out of the kids. Like I never had a quiet seat prize. I had a wholehearted award because I didn't want kids to just learn that when we come to church, we sit quiet. When you come to church, you get engaged, you get involved, you get doing stuff. And so what we started to do was leaders began to lead. They began to model. They began to present with self-discipline, of course you want to stand in the back and talk to your friend. Of course you want to goof off. But leaders have to lead. We go first. And so that culture changed. Those kids got excited about what was happening in the worship environment. They started inviting their friends to come. Their friends came. They started to find Jesus. We had a soul-winning children's ministry because leaders began to go first. Leaders began to change the model for what it looked like. And so if you're going to go first at Two Rivers, there's some things that we're going to have to adopt. We're going to have to have this eagerness about us to be in the worship environment. We have to have this eagerness about us to, to push carts to set up on Sunday. Now, maybe there's going to come a time in the life cycle of our church where we're not pushing carts anymore, but that eagerness to like, I can't wait to model the thing. Like I'm, I'm waiting for the day someday. Like I come to church every morning. It's seven 30. I push carts. I'm waiting for the day. Someday it'll happen where somebody said, pastor, you don't need to push carts. We got this. You go do the thing that you're gifted for. We'll do this thing over here. Until then, I'm going to model exactly what I want to see out of everybody at Two Rivers. I'm going to stand up front. I'm going to worship with all of my heart. I'm going to let God touch me. I'm going to greet everybody the way I want to be greeted. I'm going to, I'm going to do the things that I expect 
everybody else to be doing. So I sit up front. I take notes every time we have a guest speaker. Why do I take notes? Because I learn more. And I think that if I take notes, everybody sees me, then they'll start taking notes. We'll all learn more. We'll get to our destination a little bit quicker. We worship hard. We serve at all times. I believe that leaders are the first ones in and the last ones to leave. There's something about kind of how I grew up. Um, I just watched my mom and dad. They were hard workers. And, and what I realized was my mom and dad were the first ones at church and they were the last ones to leave church. And I noticed that I developed a love for the house of God because my mom and dad had a love for the house of God. And, and because they modeled it, because it kind of, they, they went first with that. I still find myself, like when I go to conferences, when I go to district council, when I go to, to uh, places, I find that I, I look around, I can't wait to get there early, and I can't wait to be in the house, and I, I don't want to leave. I, I'm around people, and I notice even at conferences and different things, I'm one of the last people to leave. I don't know why that is. I just love the people of God. And I, I do know why it is. Because my mom and dad modeled it for me. Like I, and, and I developed that love. And that's what happens is leaders go first. It's, it's in us to be the first ones in. It's in us to be the last ones to leave. It's in us to say, I'm going to discipline my life to model what ought to be occurring. If, if I can't say to you, follow me as I follow Christ, something's wrong. If you can't say to somebody else, follow me as I follow Christ, something's wrong. This doesn't mean that we're perfect as leaders. One of the greatest learning opportunities is when you and I screw up and other people see us screw up. They're going to learn from us how to handle failure. They're going to learn from us that we can handle failure with grace, that we can be humble, that we can admit our sin, we can admit our failings. Some people have to see it. They have to see it modeled from up front that the leaders aren't perfect, but we are pursuing a perfect God, that we are recipients of grace and givers of grace. So, so when we function like that, when we decide that we're going to go first, it will change the culture. It will change because people will begin, it kind of, it's, it's almost like this crazy verse in the Bible is true, that iron sharpens iron. That if you're willing to lead, if you're willing to get out front, if you're willing to discipline your life, then you're going to see it happen in the people around you. They're going to catch a hold of it. And then their people that they're in context with are going to catch a hold of it. And there's nothing better than when you come into a church environment that's alive. There's nothing better than you come into an environment and you bring your friends into that environment and they see that what we're doing matters. That what we're doing is Way beyond people standing in the back talking while worship is going on. People in the back talking or, or hanging out or wandering around doing whatever they're doing. That what we do 
matters. And it tells a church, like a world that doesn't know, they're grappling with, does God exist? Is God real? And if they look at us and what we're modeling says, this doesn't matter, then it affirms for them that this whole thing, this whole God thing is a joke. It's just a bunch of people gathering together to kind of goof off and have fun. But I believe that when we transition that, and it matters, when we go first, when we're willing to sweat, when we're willing to discipline ourselves, when we're willing to get out front and do what we expect to be done, then it changes everything in an organization. So I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to give you a couple of questions that I believe are going to change the culture of Two Rivers Church and keep us as a culture where leaders go first. What areas of your life do you need to bring more discipline to? What areas of your life do you believe things that you're not doing? What areas of your life are you sort of saying, hey, I'm, I'm just going to blow that off. It's not important. If you can identify those areas and shift how you think and how you act around those areas, you will begin to be able to say that you're a leader that goes first. And when you do that, and we do that together, it will make a huge impact in our region. God bless you. Have a great week. Hey, so I'm so glad that you tuned in and listened to this podcast. If you have any questions or any comments, I would love to hear from you and get any feedback that you might have or, or uh, comments that you might add to this discussion. You could email pastor at tworiversassembly.com. That's T-W-O, riversassembly.com. And, and just share with me what your thoughts are maybe something that I talked about that you you might be confused by or something that you want some clarification or maybe you you want to challenge some of the ideas that we've presented and I'd love to be able to kind of sit down with you and talk through those things and and hear what this impact is making in your life god bless you have a great week